0: Bon Beanie, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Fantastic Cruising. We are super excited to bring you this episode because you know what? We only got one more before we're going to be on a cruise ship. And actually, when that one comes out, we will be on said cruise ship. How you doing over there, Kimbra?
1: I'm doing pretty good, Matt. I am pretty excited as well.
0: Well, you should be because we're going to go cruising. So that's, I mean... What what happens in our lives that's more exciting than cruising? Not too much.
1: Not a whole lot. I mean, cruising is kind of what we do.
0: That's true. So today on Fantastic Studios, we just wanted to cover a couple things real quick, and then we're going to get into the main topic of this episode. First of all, I want you guys to know that uh, something really cool happened last weekend. What was it that happened?
1: Um, We, I mean, we did some shopping, I think.
0: No, that's not what I'm talking about.
1: Oh, um, well, I went to a spring and did some diving
0: yeah, and
1: and finished my certification. And therefore, I am scuba certified.
0: Woo! Yes, so Kimbra is now an official scuba diver.
1: Yes, so I will be diving at all the dive things
0: diving and all the dive things. Now to celebrate that, we did launch some new merchandise. You can go to Teespring and find it. Look for the links in the Fantastic Cruising community on Facebook or in the show notes of this very episode of this podcast. And you can see we did like a diver flag version of Fantastic Cruising, as well as a Caribbean diver shirt, which we just got our own versions. of Those shirts are pretty
1: cool. We did. I actually threw it in the washer like an hour ago.
0: Did you put mine in there, too?
1: I did. You're oh, welcome.
0: thank you. See, look at that. Now, here's the thing. I know some of you are not scuba divers. Probably the most most of you out there are probably not scuba divers. You can still sport the scuba stuff, okay? You don't have to be a scuba diver to sport the scuba stuff if you'd like it. You know, that's cool. But anyway, check it out over on Teespring. And um, yeah, that's, that's really the main thing I wanted to talk about. Although um, we've got a lot of people... Asking us questions about this coronavirus thing, and basically, I don't want to get too much into it. There's a lot of stuff covering it already, but the question we are asked over and over again is, "Are you worried about coronavirus? Are you still going to cruise because of this coronavirus?" Um, Kimber, what what is your what are your thoughts on cruising during this time of this virus hitting China?
1: I'm I'm not really concerned with with it affecting us we're cruising out of Florida we're not going anywhere around China um, and in Royal Caribbean's you know taking some precautions to to help keep it off the ship so I'm not really concerned about it as long as as long as I wash my hands I should wash be okay Your
0: hands, yeah I mean look people I know there's like a really horrible thing happening with the cruise ship right now it's over in Japan but that's because it's over in Japan um, I feel like Cruising on this Royal Caribbean ship out of Tampa, going to the Caribbean, is probably as safe, maybe safer than going to the local shopping mall where you can get the flu from other people, not coronavirus because that hasn't really hit the U.S. and hopefully it won't. And uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm not worried about it at all. The cruise lines are being probably, if anything, overly cautious and conservative about how they're handling it because they want to make sure One, not to spread it around to other parts of the world, but two, also, I mean, because everybody is in a confined space, it just would have a better chance of spreading and then it could be like a a bad situation. And of course, a PR nightmare for them as well. So they're being super, super careful in a situation that probably isn't really necessary for our specific situation. So not worried at all. That's how I would rank it. Not worried at all.
1: Okay, Matt, so for this cruise, our goal was to get on a cruise, which means we picked, like, the lowest possible pricing option available.
0: Other than literally working on the ship, yes.
1: Right, so we picked guarantee interior, which meant that we knew nothing about our stateroom except that we were going to be on the ship.
0: Yes, and then it was probably going to be an interior
1: cabin. Right, yes, so we've been waiting and waiting and waiting, and then I even called and I was like, hey, when are we going to find out when we're going to get our stateroom? And they were like, you could find out anywhere between now and the day you get on the ship. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, cool. Surprise! Okay. Um, but, but I think it was last weekend. I got an email from Royal Caribbean with our stateroom on it. Yes. So we know where we're going to be.
0: Yes, probably.
1: Well, that's true. So they also sent me an email to like bid on an upgrade. And I bid like the, the lowest amount for like an ocean view and still haven't heard anything there. So
0: yeah, we probably won't get that, but we are right now. We are scheduled for stateroom eight, six, three, three, which is as it sounds on the eighth level of the ship, which in my opinion is a pretty good spot to be because we are sort of towards the aft, but kind of center of the ship, but just a little bit more towards the aft. And, um, being on deck eight means that, you know, we're just a couple decks down from going to the buffet and the pool and all that sort of thing. And then also just a few decks up from where all the fun stuff happens on the lower deck. So it's a I think it's a pretty good spot.
1: Yeah, we've also got we've got staterooms above us and staterooms below us. So we don't have yes. to like worry about a bunch of like parties going up. Well, I mean, I guess people are partying in the Party. rooms, but yeah, it's not like we're we're underneath like the pool deck or something now the interesting
0: thing is that the way this ship is laid out there's sort of a, a thin section and we're in that thin section so normally on a cruise ship you have your window views balcony views that sort of thing and then in the middle you have two rows back to back of interior staterooms but because we're in this thinner part of the ship there's only one row of interior staterooms. So it's, so there's actually only two walls on the sides that we have neighbors, and then uh, the wall we go into, and then that back wall, there's no neighbor. So that means that maybe it'll be even quieter. Although I, I never really have had issues with that, but I know some people do. So, so yeah.
1: Yeah, it'll be cool.
0: Now today, what we wanted to really do is cover the brilliance of the seas. So what we thought we would do is an audio ship tour. How many of those are out there? Audio ship tour.
1: So, so what you're saying is we're going to dissect this ship from water to sky.
0: Yes, although we're not going to literally cut it open, but <laughs> but yeah, we are. We're gonna we're gonna take a look at it. We're gonna start on a deck. Well, actually, let's start with just information about the ship itself. The brilliance of the seas. You, what did you uh, what did you find out about the brilliance of the seas?
1: Um, so the Brilliance of the Seas is a Radiance-class ship with the Royal Caribbean fleet. Um, some of the other ships that are on are in the Radiance-class would be the Radiance of the Seas, um, the Brilliance of the Seas, of course, the Serenade of the Seas, and the Jewel of the Seas.
0: Which I've never really heard much about the Serenade and the Jewel of the Seas. I don't know. if they, Maybe they're in different areas. The Radiance, I've seen the Radiance, I believe, uh, but yeah, the Brilliance is the one that's that we are the most familiar with because it's in our backyard, literally, Tampa. Yeah, most of the time. We'll get into that in in a moment, but the this Radiance class ship is really interesting. Kimber and I, of course, we see this all the time from work, and the thing that stands out to to me about it is all of the glass. This ship has a lot of glass. And in fact, we found out exactly how much glass it has.
1: Yes, this ship has three acres of glass. Who measures
0: glass in acres? Like, I didn't know that was even a thing.
1: Well, I, there, was, there was a like a square meters as well, but I thought acres sounded more brilliant. Brilliant.
0: Brilliant! <laughs> it's got 700 balcony staterooms. It has glass exterior viewing elevators. Now, this is pretty cool.
1: So this is like elevators that you can like see the water yes. while you're using them.
0: You can see the sea. It's got a sea view. So it's it's only on one side of the ship. I believe it is on the port side of the ship. And as you go up these elevators, basically they're glass. And then there's big, huge glass windows that you can see out of. And you can see the sea. You can spot the ocean and wave.
1: Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. So the other thing that that is really cool about this class of ship is something that we've actually looked at a lot when we pull into our parking lot at work is the the glass window dining room. So it's a two-level glass window dining room, so the whole like side is just glass. Like we always look at it and we're like, I wonder what that is. Well, it's, that's what it yeah.
0: is. There's a lot of glass. I'm telling you, this is these ships are lots of windows, which to me is really cool because I'm always looking for that connection to the ocean that I'm sailing on. And uh, I feel like that's going to help provide that connection. So yeah, really cool. What else does this radiance class offer?
1: Um, they have alternative restaurants, um, which of course a lot of ships have, but this one specifically also has it, um, a retractable glass roof over a pool which sounds super cool and actually one of the the parts of the ship that I'm really excited for, which is the solarium.
0: Yeah, I think we mentioned this as one of our countdown of eight things that we're looking forward to on the cruise. The solarium was was one of those. So, yeah, we're going to get more into that when we get to the solarium level as we go on our tour of the ship. But, yeah, this is a really cool feature of uh, a lot of Royal Caribbean ships, and it is here on the Radiance class. And then one of the weirdest things is these self-leveling billiard tables and they claim that this was the first self-leveling billiard table at sea was on this radiance class. And I'm just wondering where else would you need a self-leveling billiard table besides at sea?
1: Um, a, um,
0: maybe a plane. I don't, I don't know. Do they have billiards on planes? I
1: Maybe, but I don't, I don't see that like rocking or moving the same way that a ship does.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Interesting, but anyway, they got them. So we're, you know, maybe we'll try them out. I don't know. Do you like pool?
1: I like getting in the pool.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not a pool shark, despite what certain people say. But I do enjoy a game of pool just for fun every now and then. So we'll see. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll shoot a little pool.
1: I'll give it a shot.
0: Ha! I see what you did there. Ha! Now this ship was ordered in uh, 1998 and launched in December of 2001 began sailing for Royal Caribbean in 2002. It cost $350 million to build this sucker, and its home port is registered in Nassau, Bahamas.
1: Okay. Um, so this is a big ship, but not a real big ship. It's actually kind of a small ship, but compared to like a little boat, it's 9,090 gross tons.
0: You mean 90,000? What did I say? You said 9,000.
1: Whatever you said is what I meant 90, to say. 90,090
0: <laughs> gross tons. And, I, and I've and i asked this before. What's so gross about this these tons? I don't know. It's 985 feet long.
1: Nope, it's 958 feet long.
0: <laughs> and we are on a roll. 958 <laughs> feet long. And uh, I wanted to add, you know, about almost 30 feet. Anyway, uh, it's it's also got, this is kind of interesting, It has 13 decks if you count the Viking Crown Lounge. Now, what's interesting is when we were doing our research, we originally found it said 12 decks. But then when we started looking at ship maps, it's obviously got 13. And apparently it's not superstitious and it calls deck 13 deck 13. So, yeah. So 13, I'm going to say 13 decks on the ship. And how many passengers does it hold? Two thousand five hundred
1: one, and eight hundred
0: fifty nine crew. You sure it's not a hundred ninety
1: five? I who knows at this point. No, <laughs> it is eight hundred fifty nine.
0: So that's a pretty good ratio. So two thousand five hundred one passengers. So this is a this is a mid range, smaller to mid range size cruise ship with a a moderate passenger load, not too dissimilar from ships like the Carnival Paradise that we have both been on. And uh, I I like I like this size ship. This is my comfortable size ship. I don't need the huge ships. Uh, they have their amenities that make them nice, but I'm really kind of looking forward to being on on this size ship as well.
1: Yeah, this this size is actually kind of the same as all the ships I've been on. I haven't been on anything too much different than this size. So it's not how big I'll, the I'll cruise ship like is; home. it's
0: what you can do with, on it. No, that's never mind. <laughs> all right where where is the ship going where is it coming from what's going on with this brilliance of the seas we see it in tampa but is it there all the time
1: it is not wish it was yeah. but um, th- so this ship sails out of tampa um, to the western caribbean um, through may it does uh, the british isles and baltic cruises until september it goes to canada and boston until october and then it's back to tampa in late october so October through May, it is in Tampa, and then it goes to other places for the rest of the year.
0: Yeah, so it's it's kind of in Europe for part of the year, and then it's got like a part of a month in Canada and the Northeast, and uh, then it's back, back to the good old Western Caribbean down here with us. So that's kind of cool. And now we can start our ship tour. So what we decided to do is we decided to start this tour deck by deck. We're going to start on the lowest deck. And then we're going to work our way up all the way to that deck 13 and the Viking Crown Lounge. So deck one, I'll start with that. It's not very exciting. This is a crew only deck. I mean, it might be really exciting, but, but you'll never know. I'll never know unless you work for Royal Caribbean because it's crew only. I, I, as far as I can tell, there's nothing that you can do to get down there. So, yeah. What about deck two?
1: So deck two is the medical center and boarding areas, and there may have been a few staterooms, but that was pretty much it.
0: Yeah, I think there may be a couple staterooms down there. Hopefully, we won't need to go to the medical center, but uh, if you are getting on the tenders like in Grand Cayman and so, some ports, where you, a lot of ports really, where you're getting off on the bottom level, this is that bottom level, so deck two. And then we go to deck three, which is all staterooms all the time.
1: You're getting some really exciting decks here, Matt.
0: <laughs> well, we're gonna get—they're gonna get more exciting as we go up, and then they're gonna get boring again, and then they're gonna get more exciting again. So that's kind of—that's kind of normal, I guess, for most cruise ships, and that is *Brilliance of the Seas* is no exception to that rule.
1: All right, so deck four starts in the back of the ship. Well, somewhere midship-ish. Um, With a card room, which is kind of cool. You can get cards and uh, like daily Sudokus to keep yourself entertained.
0: Yeah. So kind of, it's kind of a cool thing. I've seen that on other ships where there's a little card room, activity room. A lot of kind of gaming type things like this that are not just gambling on the ship. Kind of interesting. And then what else we have on deck 4? We have the Centrum yep. which which starts on deck 4 but then goes up all the way to the basically the deck 12.
1: Right. So the floor of the Centrum is on deck 4.
0: And there's like a piano down there. There's there's the R bar. I'm going to order it a little bit here, but the R bar is theme for the Rat Pack um and there's cocktails and like classic cocktails they say and dancing there. And then there's some there's some other things, some services there like some yeah, different guest desks.
1: services, shore excursions, ATM, internet. So the basic things that you might run into that you need help with. Pretty
0: much what you would expect to see in the bottom of the atrium of any cruise ship. In most cases, that's what you're going to find right there. And then in the forward section of deck four, you will find staterooms. Yep. Lots of staterooms.
1: And then of course the uh, back of the or the, the aft area of the ship is the dining the main dining room. This
0: is deck five now, right? We've no nope. oh no we're no, still, on, we're deck still on deck 4 I'm sorry, I'm getting uh, above myself.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, deck four, the that's right. What's the dining room called?
1: Um the Minstrel dining
0: room. And as far as we can tell, if you have scheduled dining, this is where you're going to enter the dining room, is on the fourth floor. But we're going to move up to the fifth floor, which will start with the minstrel dining room in the back of the ship. And that is where I think you go if you have my time dining.
1: All right. So we will be going to the fourth floor because we have scheduled dining. What did we get? Did we get early or late? We are late dining. Late diners. I yeah. like it. I don't remember choosing that. I think it was just kind of like came with what we did. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe. That's fine. I there's, don't care. There's so
0: many, there's so many perks. For early and late dining and drawbacks that I can never decide which one is better. So, eh, late's good. I'm good with that.
1: All right. So what else is on Deck 5, Matt?
0: Well, there's Café Latitudes...
1: Latitudes.
0: Yes, uh, yes, it's a, it's a good place to go for some fancy coffee, but you can also get some wine, some beer, and some soft drinks there. If I'm if I'm really jonesing for that soda, I guess I can go there as one of the places. They also have some complimentary cookies and pastries, which are kept in a little case. So a lot of times people don't realize these are complimentary because everything else there you have to pay for. This is the pay for coffee, pay for wine, pay for beer, pay for soft drinks. Free cookies, free pastry. So keep that in mind. Uh, it's different on some different cruise lines. Sometimes there's certain things that are free, certain that are that are not free. But I think everything in Cafe Latitudes that is uh, food is free or included in your fare of your cruise. Mm-hmm. That's fair.
1: Um, There is also the next cruise desk, so if you're ready to book another cruise because you've loved your cruise so much, you can book it again. Um, The Royal Shop, so all of the shopping, a conference center, which sounds exactly like what it is, a center for conferences.
0: (laughs) And there's an art and photo gallery there. As well as the Pacific Theater. So this is the main theater, the lower level entry. This is a nine hundred seat theater in the in the front of the ship. And it is where all of the big shows happen. So that we'll probably be spending some time in there during our cruise.
1: Yes. And then access to the helipad is Would- also found, hopefully maybe.
0: Yeah, so we've seen a lot of things about this It's a great place, it's right in the bow of the ship It's a great place to watch, like, sail away and sunsets The the weird thing is, it's hard to find on the map how you get to it But from what we've researched, you actually go to Deck 5 You go to the front of the ship And then there's stairs that take you up to the elevated helipad So uh, we're going to check that out We're going to look for that definitely on Day 1 for sail away. We'll we'll go see if we can wave to our sad coworkers as they have to stay and work at the aquarium.
1: Matt, you just made me realize that at this time next week we're gonna be on that ship.
0: That's right. Because we're recording this on Saturday, and uh next Saturday at this time, it's like two o'clock in the afternoon when we're recording. We will definitely be on the ship. In fact, there's a good chance That we will be on that helipad right now in one week from right now. (laughs) That was a strange sound, Kimber.
1: I'm sorry. That was an eek of excitement.
0: Okay, if you say so. Let's go to deck six.
1: Okay, so deck six starts in the uh, back of the ship with the Colony Club. Mm. And in the Colony Club, there's a few different things. There's the Bombay Billiard Club.
0: That's where those self-leveling pool tables are.
1: Um, the Jakarta Lounge.
0: Sorry, I, I, I know you haven't seen Deep Space Nine yet, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, but there's an episode of that where um, there, there's this product called self-sealing stem bolts, and every time I see self-leveling pool tables, I just think of those. So uh, if if you're if anybody's a fan of Star Trek, you know exactly what I'm talking about. That little Ferengi, uh, Nog is trying. I think it says his name Nog. Yeah. Anyway. Go on. Jakarta, Jakarta Lounge is next. What's there?
1: The Jakarta Lounge has cocktails, chess, checkers, and backgammon.
0: So more games. So we talked about the card room, and mm-hmm. now we have a lounge that has chess and checkers and backgammon.
1: Yeah, I think that place sounds pretty cool. Yeah. We might have to check that one out a bit, too. Checker it out? Checker it out. <laughs> and then Singapore Slings. Um, That has floor-to-ceiling windows, and nice. that's like... That's right in the aft. So it's like you can just sit there and watch the the water in the back. The wake? That's the word. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and and I,
0: ha- I see a note here that it's in the afty aft.
1: It is in the afty aft. It's the
0: very back. It's like <laughs> looking at that, looking at the wake of the ship. So pretty, pretty cool way to maybe not. Well, you could wake up that way, I guess. But uh, I don't know yeah. why you're drinking. I guess you'd have mimosas in the morning. Cockta- I, anyway. Yeah.
1: Cocktails with a view, man. Cocktails,
0: indeed, with a view. And then we got the chef's table. That's a place that you have to sign up for the chef's table. It's like a special dining experience. I have not done this yet. Have you done the
1: chef's table? I've never done business? the chef's table.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it sounds interesting. It's kind of pricey. And they just give you a lot of food. Which I'm sure some of it is absolutely delicious. My only thing is that I'm always like, how much of that is going to be seafood? Because I don't do seafood. I don't like it. So uh, I don't know. Maybe someday I'll try the chef's table. Yeah.
1: Um, and then we have Giovanni's table. Giovanni's table. Which is the Italian restaurant. Indeed. Chop's grill. Chop's grill. The steakhouse. steakhouse. Yum. Yum. Yep. And we're actually getting lunch there yes. on embarkation day.
0: So maybe we'll be there to hopefully we'll have eaten lunch by this time.
1: Well yeah, we have to have eaten lunch. I think it's eleven to one. So okay. we don't have an option.
0: We'll definitely have eaten lunch. So we'll be yes. we'll be stuffed full of deliciousness. Yes, and then on a helipad.
1: And then we have the schooner bar, <laughs> which is uh nautical themed, which sounds really cool to me.
0: So I've been in schooner bars before on other Royal Caribbean ships. It's kind of a staple of Royal Caribbean. Most of them have a schooner bar and it is cool. It's, they usually have like ship steering wheels, things, what do you call the wheel? And, uh, (laughs) and, and just like little models of ships. It's, it's, it's very nautical themed, like it says, and it's what you would expect a schooner bar to be like a sailing ships and stuff. It's Yeah, it's kind of a cool vibe.
1: Yeah, so they do some trivia in here, so all that trivia that we're going to be maybe winning. Do they do Harry Potter trivia on, on Royal Caribbean, or is that just a carnival thing?
0: I don't actually know. Does anybody know? Send us an email, fantasticcruising at com, and let us know this week. Do they do Harry Potter trivia on Royal Caribbean? Uh, I don't know. I've I've never seen it there, but I haven't been on a Royal Caribbean for a few years. And it could be that they did it and I forgot or they just didn't do it on that sailing. So I don't know.
1: Okay. And they also have live music in there.
0: Yes. And then, of course, there is the Centrum. You can see the Centrum access those elevators with a the view. There is a place called Vintages, which is a wine bar. And, of course, the Casino, the Casino Royale. And uh, that's the casino. So it has casino things, places to spend your money. Yeah, Or uh, lose your money and lose your money, and or the, win money. I or, guess. I guess you could. It's possible. I mean, obviously, most people don't, or they wouldn't still have it. But yeah. uh, it could. It could be you. You could be. You could be the one. You're probably not going to be, but it you could be me. the one that wins all that cash and doesn't spend twice as much in other sales. Anyway, uh, the casino bar. Is also there, so you can drink away your woes or your fun as you win or lose money.
1: Celebrate.
0: Yes. And then in front of that, we have what looks really intriguing to me, which is the King and Country Pub.
1: The King and Country Pub? Yeah. Okay. And that is a pub?
0: Yes. It's an English pub. And I know you can play darts there. Will you play darts with me?
1: I will attempt to play darts. Okay. I mean, I guess I will be playing. I just can't guarantee that the darts will end up where they're supposed to go.
0: I mean, as long as they end up sort of close to the dart board, I think we're good.
1: I'll throw them in that direction. <laughs> All right. I can't I can't make any guarantees.
0: If you're in the King and Country pub, when we are, be careful if you see Kimbra tossing a dart at the board.
1: <laughs> and then we have the Cinema. Cinema. Which is a movie theater.
0: Yes, with complimentary movies. You don't have to pay for these movies.
1: Yeah, so you can go in, watch a movie.
0: And then then leave. And then leave. (laughs) I I don't know. I've seen seen movies on ships a lot of times. But um, the only other theater I've been on was on the Vista. And that one you actually paid to see the movie. And then they sold like popcorn and soda. I don't think this one... Does that, but maybe I know when you do the the movies on the decks. Sometimes they will have popcorn that's complimentary. I'm I'm curious to see if they have popcorn to go with the movie, but we'll see, we'll find out. I don't know. Do you th- do you want to watch a movie when we're on the cruise?
1: I don't know. I have some mixed mixed feelings. I'm not sure. Well, one, I'm curious about what type of movies. Like, do I get to pick right. my movie? Is it just whatever they feel like playing? Like, it's, I'm sure it's going to be a set. Yeah, of movies um, but also it's like I can watch a movie whenever yeah, like if I'm gonna watch a movie I think doing it like on the the big screen on the pool deck or whatever sounds More intriguing than going into this little movie theater
0: Yeah, I don't I don't know if they do that on the ship, but if they do I would yeah much rather be outside the, the thing is though So where this could be interesting is if uh, if it's like hopefully this won't happen to us It doesn't look like it is but if we had like a rainy day some bad weather that would be a good way to, you know, kill a little time is to to catch a catch a film in there. So that could be okay. Yeah, good point. And, and then there's the Pacific Theater upper level. And I assume you can access it from deck six. Uh, it doesn't say that in our research, but uh, it looks like from the maps and just based on other cruise ship schematics, I'm pretty sure you can probably get to that balcony level by entering in that area.
1: All right. And on to deck seven. Deck seven is staterooms and you can see the centrum.
0: Yep. You can, you can hit those elevators. You can do the centrum. Uh, That is pretty much it. And then deck eight is just like deck seven, but one deck above it.
1: Yes. And that is where you can find Matt and Kimbra. Yes.
0: Hopefully. Probably.
1: Well, unless, unless we get that ocean view, which probably won't happen, but Who knows? And deck nine has a little more.
0: Yes, it does. A little bit more. Not a lot more. It's got staterooms.
1: And you have access to the Centrum.
0: You do have access to the Centrum. And it's got the Book Nook. Which is? A library. But it also has trivia. And it is open 24 hours a day.
1: Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah,
0: I thought so. Yeah. A neat place.
1: All right, and deck ten.
0: Deck ten is more staterooms and the centrum.
1: Okay, so basically deck um, seven through ten. It's the same thing.
0: Yes, uh, except for the book, the book nook, nook, which yeah. is which could easily be missed because there's nothing else to see on deck nine unless your room happens to be on deck right. nine. Right. So if you want the library, don't don't miss it.
1: All right, and then deck 11, we get into some more stuff.
0: Yes, and the first one is a bit of a mystery. So there is a place on the map called Rita's Cantina, and the weird thing is we're looking at Royal Caribbean's app, and that's one of the places where we did our research, and we're looking at all the different venues. There's nothing about Rita's Cantina, even though it's got a place on the map. Now, from what I can tell... um, On the Brilliance of the Seas, Rita's Cantina is sort of there, but we couldn't really verify it. So we're not sure what's going on. Where it is on other ships, I think there's like one other ship that people always talk about with it on there. Um, It is like a little pay a la carte Mexican restaurant thing. So they have drinks and stuff, but then you can get like chips and guacamole and... Things like that. There's not I don't think it's an extensive menu. And it sits inside of the Windjammer Cafe. So since there's nothing on their app about it, I'm wondering if they still if it still functions. We saw some people saying that they never saw it being used for anything. So I don't know. So we'll find out. We will let you know when we get back if Rita's Cantina is still a thing and if it's a thing worth mentioning.
1: All right and then you already said it but the windjammer cafe
0: which is their buffet
1: yes and then we have the main pool area
0: yeah and let me just say that one of your favorite things on the carnival paradise and mine as well is that there's an outdoor area like an outside seating area on the the uh, buffet For the Carnival Paradise?
1: Yes, that's where I'd always grab my breakfast and go straight to that outdoor space.
0: Well, I have good news for you, because there is an outdoor area very similar to that on the Windjammer of the ship. What? Yes. So that's exciting. I
1: actually knew that. (laughs) But, what? Okay. Anyways, so (laughs) that's where we're going to eat, right?
0: Well, we'll eat there. Yeah, I'm sure we'll eat there at some point. Okay. Probably multiple times.
1: Now back to the main pool area.
0: What do we got there? Hot tubs and a pool and a pool bar.
1: Yep, which is where all the kiddos are probably going to be.
0: Yes, little children and people like kind of getting their party on and stuff. You know, it's the it's the popular place during the day, especially sea days. But Kimber and I are a little bit weird in, in that neither one of us really get into that. So... Uh we probably won't be there that much. maybe we'll dip in the pool, but chances are we'll go to another pool
1: yeah the um so so here's what's kind of funny about that area is I think my last cruise is the only one that I've actually spent time in that area, and that was to watch like the the ice sculpture carving thing other <laughs> than that, I was like i'm not about this, yeah, yeah, so the other pool area is matt the solarium. Yes, the hilarious. And
0: it is adults only, but please understand that this definition of adults is 16 and up. So it's not 18 and up, it's not 21 and up, but you are going to avoid the, the smaller dare I say louder and rambunctious members of the human species, but, uh, but yeah, there could still be some, some teens getting crazy, and adults too, hey, sometimes it happens, but this is kind of an area that's Sort of about the serenity. There's supposed to be really comfy chairs. Uh, It's got a retractable roof. So if it is rainy, they can just close the roof.
1: Yeah. I am, like, so excited about this area. There's a waterfall.
0: Right? No hot tubs, though, I don't think. No. Which is a little bit of a I think that main pool
1: area is the only place I saw hot tubs on this ship, which is interesting because I usually... I think all the other ships I've been on have had them in at least two areas.
0: And the best thing about it being adults only would be if there was hot tubs, because that's the worst thing about hot tubs is when you get like... All the kids. Eight-year-olds, you know, jumping in there. And yeah. Eleven-year-olds. Anyway, uh, yeah, so the solarium is, is pretty cool. And within there, there is a solarium bar, which has... Right now, they're doing this thing where they have coffee and pastries until 7 p.m. They're all complimentary. Uh, I'm sure it's just regular coffee for those coffee people out there. But still, it's there, it's accessible, and there's pastries. And then, of course, the Park Cafe.
1: Which I'm also really excited about.
0: And what is, tell us about the Park Cafe. Um,
1: so the Park Cafe has breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So, all three. Yep. salads, sandwiches, paninis, crepes, soups, and stir fry. Yeah,
0: and some of that is made to order.
1: Most of it, I think all of it was made to order.
0: They probably don't make the soup right there. You're like, I'd like chicken noodle, and they go out and they like cook a chicken.
1: I bet that I bet they do. You think they do? No.
0: No. Okay. And then we've and it's like healthier options, right? So there, if you, if you're on the cruise and you decide you want to be healthier, that may be a place you would want to go to, to get that type of food.
1: Yeah, and then at the um, forward of the that level. We have the Vitality Spa and Fitness Center.
0: So if you want to get the spa stuff, if you want to work out, this is where you're going to go.
1: Which I should, but won't do.
0: No, neither will I. That's okay. (laughs) And then we move on to deck 12.
1: Deck 12. We have the arcade.
0: Which is a video arcade.
1: Which is exactly what it sounds like. An arcade Uh, We have the Izumi Sushi Restaurant.
0: Now, that one is not free. It's not complimentary, right? That one is a la carte pricing for your sushi.
1: Yep, which I will also not be going to, but that's okay.
0: But if you like sushi, it's a good thing. I know know neither one of us likes seafood, and uh, so unfortunately those things don't mean much to us, but there are a lot of people that do love seafood, especially sushi, and so if you're one of those people, you are in luck. Because Izumi is there.
1: Yeah. I like to look at it. It looks fancy. It looks kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. But not interested. Yeah. And then we have this sports court, which is like basketball, soccer, dodgeball.
0: And more. And more. Maybe pickleball or something. I don't know. Have you ever done anything on the sports court of a ship? No. Neither have I. I've never. I mean, I've seen it. I've walked by it. I went, huh, look at that. There's a court. But that's, that's all I've ever done.
1: Yep. That's about it for me. Now, we've got some... Kid
0: only places I guess it's only fair We got the adult only places and the kids Are like yeah we want the places without all the stupid Adults well congratulations Uh, Some of these may have Adults there but some of them won't so there's The adventure beach which has A water slide I think it's like a kids pool There Uh, adults can be there But not partaking of the activities Just to watch the kids um, If they belong to the kids of course And then adventure ocean which Is sort of their one Of their kind of babysitting areas that they offer a lot of fun activities so if you have kids and you don't want to watch them you can drop them off there and it's free until like 10 p.m and then you got to pay by the half an hour or something
1: yeah it it kind of like the description said like science experiments like that sounds cool like i want to do science experiments on the ship like if i
0: worked on a cruise ship that's probably where i would be i would be like doing the activities with the kids yeah yeah, it'd be like day camp every day. It'd be horrifying. But I'd be on a cruise ship, so I don't know, maybe. Yeah. And then we've got Optics, which is the the teen nightclub, which sounds really cool. I would have probably liked that when I was a teen. Yep. And then we go back to adult stuff with the Sky Bar.
1: Yeah, which is an outdoor bar with some live music. And the part that I thought was really cool is they have got 12 cocktails that are specific to the different Zodiac signs.
0: So I'm wondering if I get a Gemini cocktail, does that mean I get like two for the price of one?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Mine will probably be really balanced out.
0: <laughs> Perhaps it will. Perhaps it will.
1: And then, of course,
0: you can access the Vitality Spa and Fitness Center. And there is a jogging track up there.
1: you going to go jogging? Um,
0: you know, I mean, I might do a lap.
1: Walking or running?
0: Probably walking. I don't know. I've been known to jog around a lap just to say I did it, but that's probably the extent of it. Look, I I work out a lot when I'm on a ship because, well, when I'm on a cruise, I should say, because all the activities I do in port, and I'm doing a lot of walking in general, so I don't really feel bad about not working out on a cruise ship, but, you know, it's there for people that that are really into that.
1: Okay. And... That covers Deck 12.
0: Yeah, so on to the... Does it exist? Does it not exist? Well, there's something there. Deck 13, which basically... Well, this this is definitely part of Deck 13. It's the Fairways of Brilliance. Which, which is... Which is not nearly as exciting as it sounds. It's, it's mini-golf. Okay. Which is, which is cool. I mean, honestly, I'd rather play mini-golf than regular golf. So, for me, it's probably better. It's up there on the top. And I've seen... Pictures of the mini golf on the brilliance. And it looks kind of cool. It looks like a pretty cool course for a cruise ship mini golf course.
1: Okay. We'll try it. Yeah. And the rock climbing wall.
0: Yeah. That's kind of a a staple of many Royal Caribbean vessels. Have you have done, I know you have done rock climbing walls. Are you going to do it on this one? Yes. You are?
1: Yeah. Okay. Are you? Uh,
0: We'll see. Maybe I might do it. I mean, I'm hooked in. I'll buy you a drink. You'll buy me a drink. Sign me up. Can I drink it before I climb the wall? Sure. All right. You think they'll let me do that? I don't know.
1: They won't know any different.
0: (laughs) Breathalyzer, sir, before you climb that wall. (laughs) Now, the coolest thing about this level, and this is a cool feature of Royal Caribbean ships in general, uh, is that they have this Viking crown lounge, which is, if you've ever seen a Royal Caribbean ship, maybe not the Oasis class. I don't know how they work that in there, but... A lot of the other Royal Caribbean ships, there's this sort of spot that is a little bit higher than the rest of the ship with lots of windows going around, and that is normally dubbed the Viking Crown Lounge. And there is a Viking Crown Lounge on this ship, and in this lounge is basically windows all the way around, and then there are a few different areas. Some of them, two of them, are only for like Grand Suite guests or Pinnacle Club or Crown Anchor Society members, so... You can't really go there unless you're one of those people. That's the Concierge Club or the Diamond Club. But there is the Star Quest Lounge and Nightclub. Ooh. Yeah, and much like much like other things in space, this bar revolves. So oh,
1: that was clever.
0: <laughs> it's a revolving bar, and it's a lounge. It's kind of a lounge feel during the day, but then sort of a nightclub atmosphere in the evening. So... Uh, I always like to hang out a little bit in the Viking crown and just it's a good place to relax and just watch the water. So, you know, we'll probably check that out.
1: Maybe spin a little.
0: Maybe spin a little bit. Yeah. Okay. And there we have it. That is our that is our tour, our audio tour of the brilliance of the seas. What do you think?
1: I think it sounds like a cool ship. I'm actually really glad we did this. Cause I've looked at the maps and I've kind of looked at stuff, but now I, I like really know what I'm getting myself into.
0: So you won't need a map on the ship. You'll just be like, I know where that is. I remember cause I did the podcast and now I know.
1: Yes. And then when I forget, I'll just listen to the entire podcast to <laughs> find the spot that I'm looking for.
0: <laughs> That'll work. You can do that. Yeah. Well, one thing I didn't mention is there is a secret on this ship. A secret. Yes. I mean, there's a few secrets, I think. But the one that I'm thinking of at the moment is if you take that elevator that has the the ocean view, all the way to the top, there are supposed to be some statues of fishermen up there hanging out. Okay. So check that out. I tell you what, if you've been on the ship and you've seen them and you took a picture before, or if you're going on the ship... uh, Take a picture of these fishermen and post them on the Fantastic Cruising Community over on Facebook and let everybody know that uh, you found the fishermen.
1: Are we going to look for the fishermen?
0: Heck yeah, we're going to look for the fishermen. Okay,
1: just wanted to make sure.
0: Well, talking about this cruise ship has made me even more excited. I didn't even know that I could get more excited, but I'm more excited now about this cruise than I was before because it's going to be so much fun. Yes, it is. And uh, one of the things I'm excited about, as always... Are the ports and what we're doing at port. So uh, obviously when we get back, we're going to spend some time talking about what actually happened in these ports. But for this episode, let's just talk about what we're doing in in each port. So let's start with uh, Grand Cayman, because that is the first place that we're actually going to go.
1: Okay, so Grand Cayman, we are going to Eden Rock, which is a place that you've talked about a lot and you've been to a few times, right?
0: Yeah, and, and let me just say, this is sort of confusing, and it took me a while to figure this out. Basically, what you have is two dive sites, Eden Rock and Devil's Grotto, which is really confusing because the places that we went for you to get your scuba certification was Blue Grotto and Devil's Rock. or Devil's something. Den. Devil's Den. It's really confusing. But anyway, uh, these two places are right next to each other. You don't even necessarily know when you're traveling from one dive site to the other, but... The reason that I always refer to it as Eden Rock Is because it's the Eden Rock Dive Center that we're going to be going Through when we're there And it's and look, this is Really cool because The main port where you normally Go when you tender at Grand Cayman You have to tender, it's not a Port you can pull up to and get off the ship So you take these tender boats over Since we're not on Carnival We don't have to call them water shuttles And then you get into port And it is about an Eight minute walk from the port To the Eden Rock Dive Center Super close And that whole walk Is like where you would normally go For shopping and stuff So it's it's you've got the beautiful Crystal clear Caribbean On one side and then you've got Shops on the other So it's a really safe fun place to walk And then you get to Eden Rock Dive Center And uh, that's where we're going And we were just going to snorkel there right?
1: Yeah, aren't we snorkeling?
0: We are going to snorkel there, but since you are now a scuba diver, we're going to scuba dive there too.
1: Yes. I'm really excited. It was uh, pretty funny. I got my certification on last last Sunday, and I think Sunday evening we contacted the Eden Rock Dive Center, and Monday we booked it. Yes. Yeah.
0: 70 bucks per person. That's a single dive, single tank dive. So what that means if you're not familiar with diving is usually you do a one tank or a two tank dive. A two tank dive doesn't mean that you have two tanks on your back at the same time. I mean, there are situations when people do that, but that's not normal. For recreational diving, what it means is that it's either one dive session or two dive sessions. We could actually do two dive sessions. It would only be 40 bucks more. And that's with all of our rental gear too Except for like mask fin snorkel or whatever But um, but we only want to do one dive Because we want to spend the rest of the time Just snorkeling and then have some time To get out and hit the shops And, and stuff in Grand Cayman And uh, it's pretty exciting Because it's a it's a shore dive Which means that you don't have to get on a boat You don't have to ride anywhere You just go up Tell them hey I'm here they say, okay, we're we're scheduled to dive at nine. We get the gear set up. We get in the water. I think we do. I think we do a long stride, Kimbra. So you should be okay with that. That's how we enter the water. Okay. But when then you just start going, and then they lead you. It's a dive master leads you and takes you to all these places. Which one of the cool things, because I've dove this area before, is there are a, basically it's a lot of coral there. But the, the water goes down to around 40 feet, and then there's all these big rock structures, which is old coral skeletons that have built up these structures that go almost up to the surface. Like I think the they go within like 15, 10, 15 feet of the surface with the coral growing on the top of it. But the way it's formed, there are all these caves that go through these big rock structures. Now these are not like cave diving like in Florida where you die. These are cave diving like a big open coral cave. So you can see there's lots of light. Um, you can get out at multiple locations. But we get to swim through these coral cave structures, which is really one of the coolest things I've ever done diving anywhere. So we're going to do that, which is pretty exciting.
1: Yeah, I'm excited for this to be like my first wild dive because it doesn't sound like it's going to be too crazy. doesn't sound like it's going to be too hard. Um, I'm not, not nervous about diving, but you know, of course I just got certified, so I don't have a lot of experience. So I think this will be a really good first dive into the wild kind of dive.
0: No, you're totally right. And because this is a shore dive and it's a fairly shallow dive, it is, there's no current. I mean, it is a really, really easy dive to do. And so I think it is a perfect dive for you for your first ocean dive. And really, honestly, I think when you dove in Rainbow River with that strong moving current, like I think you're going to find this dive is actually easier than that because there's the water is not moving you in a direction that you may or may not want to go all the time. So it's it's really simple. You start in shallow water. You work your way down. You go through the areas. Then you come back. Super, super easy. Great spot for uh, for a new diver.
1: Okay, cool. So we're going to dive and then... Maybe snorkel afterwards.
0: Yep, go back out and snorkel there because there are areas where the coral comes up close to the surface, and then just getting out there, there's a little bit of coral and stuff in that area. So some of it's like three, four, five feet. Um, it's really a good spot to snorkel, and then I like to also free dive into those caves and stuff, and uh, and do it that way as well. So it's kind of a double experience for me, and uh, I think you're going to enjoy that part. Because we can stay out there a lot longer Our dive is probably going to be about 45 minutes to an hour But when we go out there and snorkel We can stay out there as long as we want Given that we have to get back on the ship at some point
1: Okay And then after we dive And we snorkel We're going to walk back and on our way back We're going to shop, right?
0: Yes, because there is some hot sauce that I have mentioned in the past that has kind of a maybe unfortunate name. <laughs> but it is really, really good rum-flavored hot sauce, and uh, you can only get it in Grand Cayman. So I'll definitely be looking for that, as well as some Blackbeard's Rum Cake, which is at sold at the same facility. And then whatever else. I mean, there's lots of shopping there, so we can hit some other stores if we have time and want to do that.
1: Cool. Does Does Grand Cayman have a Del Sol?
0: Oh, I'm sure it's got at least one, if not multiple... Del Sol's.
1: I don't, I don't think I have anything from Del Sol and Grand Cayman. So that'll have to be a stop. Strange because I've been there three times and I don't think I've ever run into it.
0: Well, look it up. That's the nice thing about like Google Maps and stuff. And this is a little, little cruise tip for you guys out there. If you're going to go on a cruise, you're going to a port and you're going to be doing any exploring, even if you're not exploring on your own, always a good idea to check that out with Google Maps, Google Earth and just get a lay of the land, just so you're kind of familiar with the area. And that way, if you do need to get directions someplace, that can be super beneficial. I know some people, you can even like download maps for use offline, and you can even do that in some cases, and that can be really helpful as well. Now, I should say before we go to Cozumel, or other stop, that we're actually, you are gonna get more dive experience before the cruise, believe it or not. Yes, I am. In fact, When this comes out tomorrow on Sunday, we'll be diving like within a couple hours of when this episode airs, assuming it airs at seven o'clock and I don't put the wrong audio anyway. Sorry about that, guys, last week. But yeah, so uh, we're going to dive at the aquarium. We're going to dive with the sharks.
1: Yeah. So I've actually done that once before, but I didn't actually know what I was doing. So at least this time I will be. But we're not just diving you and me. We're going to dive with. With Brian. Yeah, a fellow cruise community person.
0: Yeah, (laughs) he is is a listener and a member over on Fantastic Cruising Community. His family is going to visit the aquarium and uh, he's going to dive with us in the big shark habitat. It should be a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, so I'll get one more practice dive in before we throw myself into the wild.
0: And then we go to Cozumel, Mexico, one of my favorite ports. I mean, I love Grand Cayman too. But Cozumel is great because you don't have to tender. You can just pull right up to the port. And we are going to one of my favorite places I've ever gone.
1: So, wait a minute. So, we're going to Eden Rock, which you like to go to. And we're going to this place in Cozumel, which you've gone to. So, next time we cruise, I guess we've got to go to all my places.
0: What are your places?
1: Well, I don't know. I mean, I haven't been... I change it up every time. Okay. I mean, I...
0: Have done other dives at Grand Cayman, but I've always went diving or snorkeling. Actually, I think I've only ever every time I've been to Grand Cayman, I've gone diving. Okay. I mean, you know, maybe you won't want to dive every time you go to Grand Cayman, but I think you will.
1: Okay. So back to Cozumel. Where are we going, Matt? We are going to Chunkanob.
0: So Chunkanob is a wonderful place. You jump in a cab. We already bought our tickets online. Do you, how much were those tickets? Do you remember?
1: It was, I want to say it was $33 per person, and that includes lunch. Yeah,
0: so that's really good. It, it's not one of those all-inclusive alcohol places. There may be some packages for that, but uh, we won't be drinking a lot there because we're going to be snorkeling because there is some amazing snorkeling in Chonkinab. And since you can jump in a cab and just go down the road to get there, it makes it super easy, super convenient. Uh, there's a lot. We're there a really long time, too, in, in Cozumel. We're there for quite a while. Yeah,
1: I think it's like ten to seven.
0: Yeah, so we're we're gonna get back, and then we can do a little shopping in Cozumel, and then get back on the ship. So that's uh, that should be really fun. Look for videos to come out. Fantastic Studios, our YouTube channel. You can find the link on Fantastic Cruising Community or in the show notes of any of our fairly recent podcasts. And uh, definitely look for those vlogs to be coming out. There's already some vlogs. We've been getting some a few videos up here and there. But the uh, Brilliance of the Seas Vlogs should be a lot of fun. You can see all these places for yourself.
1: Yeah. Okay, Matt. So we still need to do the cruise creature.
0: That's right. And I have a really good one for this week because, one, we're going to Grand Cayman where we will definitely see a bunch of tarpon. And that's the cruise creature. And the other reason why it's a really good one is because one of the key characteristics of these amazing fish is that they have super large Super shiny, some say brilliant scales.
1: Oh, I get it. See that? See that? See how that works?
0: Now, the tarpon, I see them here in Florida. I've seen them in springs occasionally swimming there. But they, in fact, I see them at our Manatee Viewing Center in Apollo Beach. But normally, they are saltwater fish. They can come into brackish, they can come into freshwater. Normally, though, these are saltwater fish and they hang out in droves, I should say schools, probably, in the Eden Rock area and Grand Cayman. So these are big fish. They can get up to eight feet long and weigh over 350 pounds.
1: That's a big fish.
0: Yeah. Now, most of them aren't that big. Okay. Most of them are probably more in the four or five foot range. Hundred pounds, but still, these are big animals, and uh, and they hang out in those caves I was telling you about. So you'll see them in there, and they're really really cool, and they're they're very easy to identify. Well, you you're familiar with tarpons just from the aquarium, right? We have tarpons in our coral reef habitat. Yes, uh, but for those of you out there, if you're not familiar, they have sort of a very distinct mouth, and that mouth is like the bottom jaw sort of comes all the way up. Sort of slopes up towards the top And it kind of makes them look like they are Constantly frowning I guess that would be the best way to describe it In the fish world that is Called a superior mouth there's different Names for different mouth Shapes and designs but uh, but They have a big mouth because these guys are big Eaters you got to be a big eater to get that big Right you got to eat a lot or you got to eat big Stuff so they do they eat quite A bit and they eat pretty big things If if they want to Um, So they swim around. They're really prized as a game fish. They put up quite a fight. They are not great eating fish, but they're good for fishing, I guess, the sport of fishing or something like that. Now, they are very protected in Florida. You are not allowed to uh, catch the tarpon and bring it in. You can catch them for fun, and you have to have the right licensing and stuff. But anyway... They're impressive fish. And one of the other cool things about them is they are, they are mouth breathers, which is, yeah, I know it's usually not something that you would say as a compliment, but like, did you see that Jerry guy over there? He's a mouth breather, but we're not, we're not talking about that with fish. Okay. So what these guys do is they have well all fish have a swim bladder. Have you heard of the swim bladder?
1: I have heard of the swim
0: bladder. It's not like the human bladder that's different. The swim bladder fills with air. And uh, and for this fish, the tarpon, they actually have special tissues in their air bladder that allow them to absorb oxygen through it. So this fish is going up to the surface and gulping air. And then it's literally respirating from some of that air in their swim bladder. And this does really cool thing for them. It allows them to live in places where other fish, especially big fish, can't live because they can live in areas that have low oxygenated water. Which is pretty cool, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they some scientists even think that they have to get air from the surface in order to breathe. So they they it's not even just in low oxygenated water, they they just have to have that. So these are pretty neat fish. Look them up if you haven't seen them. They're super easy to identify, big scales, frowny face, very distinct features, and uh really cool. There's a good chance you'll see these if you're ever in Grand Cayman. Even if you're not scuba diving or snorkeling, sometimes you see them right in the water, hanging out. They're just really common there. Very cool fish. Super cool. Well, this episode is almost over, but before we go, we have been counting down the eight things we're looking forward to on the cruise. I guess now we're at what? We're at two? we We're at two. seven? How are we doing? We're at two. We're number two. What is number two? Don't, well, let, let me rephrase that. And We're not <laughs> going to go there. Okay. What is the second thing we're looking forward to?
1: So when we wrote this list, the number two thing that we were looking forward to was snorkeling. Yes. So I'm absolutely still looking forward to snorkeling, but we're changing it up a little bit. Because of the dive certification, we were originally just going to snorkel at Eden Rock, which now obviously we are not just doing, we are diving. So I'm going to add to that snorkeling and also put diving. I am really excited to go diving.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, snorkeling is great. I love to snorkel. But now getting to scuba dive there again, especially, I'm really excited since it's your first ocean dive. That makes me even more hyped about it. And that is super, super cool. And I'm looking forward to that quite a bit.
1: All right, Matt, that was a really good episode. But I think it's time to head for the horizon. So until next time, seize the day.
0: Have a fantastic week, everybody. It's going to be a long one for us.
1: Yeah, it's going to feel really long.
0: Welcome back. If you're still listening, we're in for a treat because we got a little contest going on and only those of you who listen to The Bitter End are going to know anything about it. That gives you an advantage, I think.
1: Okay, Matt, tell us what it is.
0: Here is what it is. We are getting ready to go on this cruise. We are going to send the first 10 people that send us an email, a postcard.
1: Okay, so let's see, what does this email have to say?
0: It has to say a few things. First of all, it has to say, I want a postcard. And you're going to send that to fantasticcruising at com. And it's got to also tell us either your favorite cruise creature, your favorite ship, or your favorite port. Or if you're an overachiever, tell us all three. And if you're one of the first 10 people to send us that information, also we'll need your mailing address so we can send it to you then uh, we will send you a postcard.
1: Okay. So there's there's one more rule to this.
0: Yes. You have to send us this email before February 21st. Or let's say by the end of the day, February 21st. Otherwise, we do have the internet package, but we may not be able to see it. And obviously, once we've been to Grand Cayman, all bets are off. So get us that email by February 21st at midnight. And if you're one of the first 10 then you'll get a postcard.
1: Okay. So send us an email at fantasticcruising at gmail.com saying I want a postcard with your favorite cruise creature, port, or ship by February 21st.
0: That's right. And you'll get a postcard either from the ship, Grand Cayman, or Cozumel. I mean, the postcard will be from there. We'll probably mail it when we get back. To be fair.
1: Okay. That sounds like fun. Can I send us an email?
0: Yes, but I'm not going to send you a postcard.
1: Okay.